0: Welcome, all you yahoos, to the BA Podcast, where we give you no-nonsense arguments mixed with a profusion of nonsense That's from not a word. Zach over here. This is where we talk about sports, outdoors, life, where we show you how Christ is the center of all. Whether you like it or not. I'm Jordan, and this specimen over here Ooh, that is good. Zach. So, Jordan, I have a
1: confession to make. What? I felt bad. Because today shows on sports okay and the last time we did a show on sports i made fun of you a lot for you being terrible at sports and so i just i felt bad because you say
0: that like it's true because
1: it's not i'm not terrible not at only sports. is it true but i felt bad because there's so many other things that you're terrible at too <laughs> like, like what <laughs> um this podcast
0: <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't have a show without me so that's true it would be way better hey zach what's the difference between baseball and politics um i don't know in baseball you're out if you're caught stealing (laughs) (laughs) that's (laughs) speaking of politics today we're talking about sports and politics
1: (laughs) (laughs) your joke was good dude i get it because because politicians steal too yeah yeah way to explain it yeah it's not funny anymore no it's not it wasn't funny to begin with um today's show is about sports we're gonna talk about um, whether politics should be in sports and in this era where in all major league sports It seems that the sports themselves and the athletes are making and taking political stances. Is that a good thing? And should that be allowed and if so in what way?
0: Did you say major league sports? Do you mean pro sports? No major league sports what I said what I I watched the movie so baseball that was what the movie was about <laughs> <laughs> I think you mean professional level sports that is Included but major league sports sounds just like baseball. That's all you're talking we're about. We're not talking about baseball? That's it's included in pro sports. But pro sports is an umbrella word for all professional sports. Major league sports just sounds like baseball. So you're saying well, we're not talking about baseball. It's included under pro sports, right? Yeah. Yeah. But is, this is all is pointless. This is Let's pointless. just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, what's wrong with politics and sports? Isn't Isn't sports always have politics in it?
1: So all I know is that every day you turn on the news, you turn on CNN, you turn on Fox News, whichever one you listen to, and you hear about politics and you hear about how terrible the world is. It's always depressing. And then what I do, not that I really watch those anyways, but then I want to go watch basketball, football, major league. (laughs) (laughs) And I want to get away from all that. I want to see just two teams competing and I want to see people having fun. And and all I hear now when I go to ESPN and all those others is the same stuff I'm hearing on all the other political news outlets.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Why Why is sports news? I, I mean, when I watch sports news, I want sports news. I don't want political sports news. Yeah. I mean,
1: why can't they just leave the politics out of it? I mean, Jordan, when you played sports, you left the politics out of it. For, for example, some people, May not have passed to other people because I didn't like them. I didn't agree with their political views. But you, you're an equal opportunist. And you equally didn't pass to anyone. (laughs) I'm also glad that the few times you did pass, you didn't see color. That's probably why you passed to the other team so many times.
0: Do you know ESPN changed their name? <laughs> ESPN did? Yeah, Is this it's official. It's, it's no longer Entertainment and Sports Programming Network. It's, I didn't know
1: that's what it stood for to begin with.
0: Yeah, now it's Entertainment and Sports Political Network.
1: Oh, that actually makes sense. Every time you go on there for a news story, it's Black Lives Matter this or LeBron talking about all the social injustices except in China.
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> well, so here's the thing, like I for me, sports are an outlet, right? Sports are an outlet for people to escape from the everyday, everyday world. I think it's one of the very yeah. few things, one of the very unique things that bring together a very diverse group of people, yeah. and it unites them, right? Sport, sports. Why? Why does it unite them? Because it's amazing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but I, I would say it's because there's a common goal, and it's it's supersedes everything else that's going on. So whatever the goal is, whether it's your team winning or scoring a goal or something, it unites it unites the players on that team for that and then it unites the fans for that team in the same thing.
0: Right, right. It brings people from all walks of life. I mean yeah. religion, nationality, race, whatever, different politics. And it and it unites them together for for a common good. And I think by ingraining politics, especially bad politics in it, you're you're dividing people even more. Especially when the politics are not the view of the majority. So you're saying that they shouldn't have politics in sports? Well, I would also argue <laughs> you can't necessarily take all politics out of sports. Politics are always going to be in sports. Because that would be a political view to say politics sure. shouldn't be in sports. Sure. Yeah. And we're not And we're not saying that athletes can't have political views either. That's not what we're saying. We're not? No. Is that because I'm an
1: athlete and you don't want me to stop having political views? You're not an athlete. Well, what's the definition of an athlete? I have no idea. But... <laughs> You called me a fine specimen in your introduction. (laughs) I didn't say fine.
0: (laughs) That's what I heard. (laughs) Do you know why it's called a half marathon? Why? Because saying I ran a half marathon sounds a lot better than saying I quit halfway through a marathon. (laughs)
1: Wait, wait, I get it. It's because they didn't actually
0: run the whole thing. <laughs> so they only went 13. Dude, miles. quit explaining my jokes. Wait, You're I... making it sound so bad. Wait. It ruins the joke when you explain it. Wait, I thought what ruined the joke was up. you telling him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, you know how some athletes will talk trash in their games, you know, before they play and everything? So, one thing I admired about you. Is that you never talk trash? You just let your game talk
0: trash for you. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're testy today. No, I'm just I'm just sharing pe-
1: with people a little bit about you. So, Zach,
0: what are some examples of politics and sports nowadays? Like, think about think about what's happened in the last. Let's yeah. just say
1: decade, right? Yeah. So that's a long time. So I'm not going to go back that far. Well,
0: I, so <laughs> this year especially, the NBA and WNBA went full blown woke. Quote, woke. You know, they've sided with progressive act- activists over the majority of Americans who just want a break from everyday life to watch sports. Well,
1: well yeah, I know, I know you're talking about examples here, but I think that's one of the things they don't understand. Because at the end of the day, uh, these major league... <laughs> Major league sports associations,
0: professional oh, yeah. sports yeah. associations—they're
1: um, a business at the end of the day, and they—they got to make money. And one of the things about a business is you need to know who your market
0: is. Well, they figured that out really quick because their viewership and ratings absolutely plummeted this year. Yeah, I, I mean, I've talked—I talked to countless people who said they ref- yeah. refused to watch the NBA this year. No yeah. one watches the WNBA anyway, so that's kind of irrelevant. Well, well but yeah. But when that happened, David Stern came out and said, "Well, I think I think next year we'll probably we'll probably get rid of." Wait, did I just say David Stern? Yeah, dude, you really are back a wow, decade. That's the wrong person. <laughs> Silver? You, Who am I thinking of? You are. That's the old commissioner.
1: You're thinking of Adam Silver. Oh
0: yeah, duh. Yeah, the bald dude looks like an alien. Yeah, He's Adam Silver, not smart, David though. Stern. Sorry. Yeah. Anyways, he came out and said that he thought that the NBA next season would be. Pretty much return to normal. Yeah, and you think and that's, you can't that's tell, just tell me it, that's it, it not hit them because in their pocket, oh but, yeah, you yeah. can't tell me that's not money. Well, that related.
1: that even shows up in their stance on politics because they'll be vocal about certain perceived or real injustices, social injustices that they see, but they won't say anything about like the Uyghurs in China right now, and it's because right. they want to make money over there and they have a they're trying to get their TV deal with them and their shoe deals and they're breaking into that market, so. Not that doing business all the time based on your revenue is a bad thing, but it can be when there's actual injustice going on and you do nothing right. about it.
0: Yeah, and I think I think the NBA took it to a level that we haven't seen before. I mean, they they had social. This is during the uh, remember the restart after COVID, right? Yeah, it, it became this became big. Um, yeah, I mean they had and the riots all summer. And yeah, then, and then yeah, they had social justice messaging. I mean, all over all over the courts players on both teams were kneeling for the anthem they had uh which is just NBA, bad on your knees <laughs> the the nba <laughs> approved slogans for them to embroider on their jerseys things like black lives matter uh say their names vote i can't breathe justice peace equality yeah power to the people hear us respect us my favorites were, love us and listen to us. And the greatest of all, the greatest quote of all the NBA proved was, I am a man. <laughs> Which you think would fly in the face of the transgenderism I know, isn't that that's wrong? going on. You can't say that. Like, how do you, what if you want to be a woman you shouldn't, eventually? You shouldn't you gender
1: know? your language, yeah. yeah. Which is just funny, too, how I, I love that the WNBA wants to be on the same level as the NBA, so they use the men to promote them. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> Well what I don't understand the other thing though is only one side in this is allowed to have an opinion so right real quick though aren't we in the same
1: sentence as saying that we shouldn't have politics and sports or at least it shouldn't be where we're at right now as the emphasis aren't we engaging in? political
0: discourse about it? Yeah. So so yeah, is our issue are. more with the politics themselves or them being in sports? I think that's a big, I think our issue with the politics is a big part of it. But I think what we're trying to talk about today is the fact that all sports is about now is politics and they're shoving it down your throats, where yeah. sports sports was not for that. Sports is supposed to unite us, right? And give us, right. give us something that does unite us in our differences. Right. And they've taken that out of it completely now. Right. Yeah. I mean, just think about the Olympics, right? So you've got all these different countries, all these different nationalities of people. They all have different governments, different political views, different structures, and different ideas. And they lay all that aside, and we come together and unite over sports, right? And competition.
1: Yeah. And if you're Russia, just cheating. (laughs) (laughs) So... I think there, there's almost two issues here then that we're we're kind of delving into. One is the politics should it be in sports at all, and then two, should it be an emphasis in there? Because we're saying that it it's impossible not to have sports and politics, but we're also saying that sports brought people together, and by making politics the emphasis,
0: right, we're further dividing. That, people. That's a good point. Politics is the emphasis, not yeah. the sport anymore.
1: Yeah, not the common goal, and 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 it's it's gone beyond i think i think you've also got two issues in, involved here where the organizations themselves are being political and you got players being more and more political you think of lebron being one of the most outspoken political players and stuff and also one of the greatest players ever yeah that's that's he's one of them yeah starts with larry bird <laughs> <laughs> ultimate trash talker <laughs> yep you know that's right do you think that the organization's response has to do with the players themselves becoming more vocal or having so much of a, a say now, do you think?
0: I think that's a lot of it because the organization views these people as as a tool to make money, right? And so they have a lot of influence on the organization yeah. themselves because without them, the organization wouldn't be making money. So they yeah. cave to the pressure from the players, but then they're getting the blowback from the fans because they also wouldn't make money without the fans. Blowback's the worst. Yeah. So one of the things that that kind of bugs me
1: is that these these players, I don't begrudge them their opinion, but these players have huge fan bases, huge followings. Um, And then they use that that platform. And I'm not saying they shouldn't use that platform. If you had a platform, you should use it. But they use it almost without thinking that they have a tremendous influence when maybe they shouldn't, because they're not political experts. Right, and a being, lot of people are just going to believe them because they said it. Well, and
0: they're they're being paid to be good at a sport, right? Or they were good at a sport, and that's they why were. they're <laughs> being paid. They're not being paid to be a to be a politician. Now, again, we're not saying they can't have political views, right? Yeah,
1: everyone has them. I don't think you should be silent about them. I just think you need to be careful in how you share them because you got to realize the power you wield. And some of them do. That's why they're speaking out. But you need to realize that there's a lot of people out there that aren't going to think critically about what you say and just believe it because you said it. And, right. I mean, that brings up something else. I mean, you are, were an athlete once. And <laughs> the same way these athletes have gotten <laughs> really, dig. really really good at what they do. And so they and because they've been really good at what they do, they've gained a following and an influence. But I've never been worried about that with you,
0: Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, they, they have a position... Where especially kids and young people look up to them, right? Why is that? Because kids and young people have dreams and aspirations, right everyone every well, a lot of people that are into sports want to have a career in sports.
1: I think some that's right? some of it I think I think a lot of it is
0: the idolization we've made of athletes. Yes, especially when you talk about a lot of these athletes came from nothing, right? So that to other people is a, an example, right that you can that you can take your talents and abilities and pull yourself out Beach. of nothing oh, and become successful, right? And, and through that, you're, you're using your skills and you're fine-tuning them you're disciplining yourself and you're turning that success into... Uh, they should be turning that success into the betterment of others, right? And so the reason that people are looking up to them is because they're an example of what you could possibly do.
1: Yeah, I think that's definitely some of it where you think that you could do it. I think there's also a disconnect that people think a lot of these athletes are just naturally gifted and they and people could never be that but i but i but i think that we have a tendency to idolize anything i mean in exodus when god's giving the 10 commandments he says don't make an idol out of or a carved image out of anything meaning you can make it out of anything and i think that that we tend to make it out of these athletes because they they seem superhuman to us and they seem like you're saying something that we want to do or be able to do and they seem cool and so we we make an idol out of them and I think we've also made an idol out of sports themselves. I mean, how many people do you know that Sunday is not a day of worship of God? It's a worship of sports. Right. That's, that's the day for sports. I mean, we, we're more upset or more conditioned you're, you're to, bowing the knee to, to go watch television. football on
0: Sunday than we are to go worship God. You're bowing the knee to the television in your living room instead of God. Just during the national anthem. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> speaking of that... At least in our lifetime or the last decade, I think that's where a lot of this started, was kneeling for the national anthem. Wouldn't you agree?
1: I think that that was a, at least a specific brand of political thought in the professional sports has started with Right, that the because, whole Kaepernick thing. Yeah, Colin Kaepernick uh, kneeling for the national anthem to speak out against what he was saying, police brutality.
0: Right. And that, I mean... To the NFL's credit, they did pass a policy that you'll be fined if you don't stand for the National Anthem. But they did leave an out that if you don't want to stand for the National Anthem, you can just stay in the locker room. So to their credit, they have done something Which is why you guys don't see that. me out on the field there. No, it's just because you suck at football. <laughs> oh. <so. laughs> Whatever, Jordan. So I guess what I'm trying to do is lead into a different discussion here, and that's if we're talking about – The fact that politics can't be completely taken out of sports, but they're kind of undermining what sports are about. Yeah. Wouldn't part of removing politics from sports include removing the flag altogether?
1: You'd almost have to because... Because
0: isn't our flag inherently political?
1: Yeah, it stands for your nation and everything your nation stands for. Right, it's
0: a symbol of patriotism, which is devotion to our country. And in turn, devotion to our set of ideas and structure of government, which is but if, politics.
1: But if they think that that is flawed, which is fundamentally what they're saying, you would also understand why. Right, they but here's don't here's that. what
0: I'm getting at. Right. Yeah. So them them kneeling for the flag is them supposedly speaking out against something. Right. Supposedly. <laughs> supposedly is a new word in the dictionary as of no, this I've, year. I say you're all for the illiterate weird. idiots who can't say supposedly. Uh, that is. Yeah, you did Facts. invite me on that.
1: No, I'm saying you're you're it seems like you're kind of undermining what they're doing in your rendition of oh, them. Oh I I didn't mean to do that. Yeah, at you're, all. Not, you're not you don't mean to, to kind of straw
0: man them a little bit or wait, okay, so let me <laughs> <Sorry>. back up. <laughs> so they're they are kneeling for the flag, yes. right? Yes. They're saying what's funny though is when when questioned about it, they're saying that they're kneeling to fight against something, right? To call for change. Okay? Right. But then they turn around and say that they're not kneeling to disrespect the flag. Can you not see the problem here? Because I, what they're saying they want changed is the politics of our nation. But yet they're saying they're not kneeling to disrespect the flag. But the flag stands for the politics of our nation. Yeah. So they're contradicting themselves from the beginning. And people don't look <laughs> at it that way. That flag is a symbol of a way of life where their success wouldn't be found except in our You're way of life. You're saying that
1: without America, they probably wouldn't be a professional athlete.
0: Probably not. Huh? Their millions of dollars in their bank account huh. wouldn't exist without our way of life and our politics and our structure of government. And our way of life is a hard-fought way of life. You know, it's a free, indiscriminate way of life. People have died for it. Many people have died for it. And our flag is a symbol of unity. And by our flag, we stand, or divided, we fall, or take a knee. So what happens
1: when... The nation your flag represents starts doing things you don't agree with. What like, about it? Like, for example, let's say, because we have a different political view, what if our nation starts you know, taking away guns, your right to worship, kind of like everything it did in the lockdown? Well, do you
0: still is respect there, that flag then? Well, here's the thing. Is, is those political changes and those shift in laws and things represented by that flag and what that flag stood for to begin with? Well, you're saying it stands for the
1: political view of your nation, the, st- the structure of government you have. But if that has changed, wouldn't it still stand for that what it is now? Or are you saying it only stands for what it originally stood for?
0: Uh, Well, I don't know. That's a good question. I think that, I think that even yeah. though our country does a lot of things we disagree with, sure. that flag still stands for the root structure that our country was founded sure. on and the freedom found within that people have died well, for. Well,
1: because part of me is saying this kind of just gets back to our my original thing of are we are we as much upset with the politics being in there or just the politics themselves because i could see a time in the future where where the the fundamental structure of our government i mean lord willing not but has fundamentally changed to where i don't agree with the fundamental structures that we have anymore if it if it's outside the constitution and our uh, god-given liberties protected in the constitution and our founding documents right. if we've changed that fundamentally wouldn't the flag then stand for those changes, because that's where nope. we're at as a nation. You think that it would only stand for how, what our country was originally founded on. Yep. Even if tomorrow we turned into a totalitarian dictatorship, yeah, you would still respect
0: the flag. What I was trying to point out was <laughs> the hypocrisy of players who say they're not disrespecting sure, the flag, no. but they actually are.
1: No, and that's a valid point. I'm just saying that... This is a
0: total rabbit trail. Not,
1: not entirely, because what they think... Is that fundamentally what the structures? I mean, I don't think they're right. Okay, but, but so they're
0: saying that fundamentally the flag stands for structures they don't agree with. Yeah, but here's the thing: that's that's like them just getting rid of the flag. Okay, that's what they're doing. Is when they when they want something changed, they get rid of the symbolism behind it. So they get rid of the American flag. They get rid right. of the Confederate flag. Right. They don't. They don't even agree with the viewpoint you're pushing that that flag represents whatever the changes are. They don't like that flag because it doesn't represent all of these changes that they want. It represents yeah. what we have now. Oh. And without what we have now, they wouldn't even have a leg to stand on or kneel or a knee to kneel <laughs> on and protest what they claim they're protesting. Yeah,
1: sure. all, I, all I'm getting at is is if you could see a, a situation where you didn't support what the structures were of our government, I'm saying could you see a, a point where you didn't support the flag and what it stood for as well?
0: No, because I, I, I would support what the flag and our country was founded on, okay? That's why yeah. they burn American flags, because they don't like what our country was founded on and the politics that that flag represents. Sure.
1: Yeah, no. They want I, new symbolism. I I'm, I understand that. All I'm saying is, is like I said, if if tomorrow we woke up, absolutely ridiculous, but if tomorrow we were in a totalitarian dictatorship,
0: the American flag would stand for that now. And I'm saying... No, it wouldn't. I'd be flying the American flag fighting against that because that's not what America is. <laughs> you think is. they would change the flag altogether? That's not what America is.
1: I agree that's not how America found it. I'm just saying they, they may could...
0: try, but that's completely undermining and disrespecting what this country was founded on and what it stands for. I
1: agree, but, but couldn't you also argue that all countries, to a certain degree, when they get to places that are bad, it came over time and was not originally where, where the country was founded or intended all the time?
0: No, but America is unique.
1: Yes, but you you look at history, you even had, you know, Rome started out as a republic and switched to a dictatorship. But it was still Rome, is what I'm saying. It was still, unless they went and changed the flag, that the nation that they're they're now with was represented by that flag. And do you think it's easier to to say what it represents now or what it did represent? Let's do a whole show on the flag.
0: Okay. (laughs) The politics that the flag stands for is what they disagree with. So they are disrespecting the flag. You're you're, you're saying they're hypocritical. I agree. Yes.
1: Yes. Yes. No, I I agree that they're being hypocritical. But to a certain degree, don't you think they've been successful? Because think about it. At the end of the day, what are we talking about? We're talking about them. Right. They got I mean, their stand in bringing this political view into the sports has got even us talking about it. I mean, in some ways, that's pretty successful in what they're trying to do. Sure. I'm not saying we agree with it. And it's gotten us to the point of asking the question of should politics even be in sports? And I think, I don't think you can be neutral. I don't think anything's neutral. right? But I I agree with you that it shouldn't be the emphasis. And that, um, you know, one thing I want to talk about some is, is the players. And we brought it up a little bit about how they have an influence too. And I think everyone's entitled to their opinion. And I think you should be able to share it. But I think that it should be done on your your own time in a sense like it shouldn't be what you're doing all your sports press conferences about and everything you you have you still have platforms use those and but but be careful anytime you have a platform you need to realize whether you are a you have influence and should you have influence in that you know the, the faulty appeal to authority is a fallacy that works several ways one is if someone's not an authority on something, you can't use them as an authority. And so take LeBron James. He is not an authority on politics. Now that doesn't make him necessarily right or wrong. He can have right views. He can have wrong views, but people that listen to him as if he's an authority on that, that's a faulty appeal to authority.
0: Right. What did the football coach say to the vending machine? What? Give me my quarterback. All right, I'm back for that. Joke. <laughs> Speaking of quarterbacks, do you like that segue? Uh, nope. So I was a fan of Drew Brees up until this. Oh, did you finally get on? Happened. Did you
1: already? Did you finally realize what I've been telling you about him for years? Now? No.
0: What? That uh, he's the sponsor of a pyramid scheme. No, no, not that. Oh. No. So we're talking about sports and politics. So <laughs> Drew Brees said, "Quote: I will never agree with someone disrespecting the flag of the United States of America." and when he when they asked him is everything right with our country right now he said no it's not we still have a long way to go but i think that what you do by standing there and showing respect to the flag with our hand with your hand over your heart shows unity it shows that we are all in this together we can all do better and that we are all part of the solution that's great right okay but then he got so much backlash that he caved to the left and apologized and said that his comments were insensitive so you don't respect him for changing his views yeah. For essentially caving to the pressure and apologizing. His what he said was great. It's true. That flag stands for unity and we can right. all work together. Do you think because I'm just trying to think,
1: if people are coming for your job and stuff, I think if you're if you're someone of principles, you should stand on your principles. But do you do you, could you see maybe how it would be hard when when you're talking about your paycheck and you know
0: Well that comes down to what's your priority? Is it money or is it speaking yeah, the truth? Pretty much. <laughs> Well, what
1: what does bring unity then? Sports? <laughs> I I would say sports can, but I don't think that that can bring ultimate unity as we can see. You obviously people aren't united over this even when it's in sports.
0: But it should. I mean, what what brings people of all color, all religions, all nationalities, everything. What brings it together better than sports? I would say Christ Jesus. Okay, yeah, but I mean... Okay, we're talk- yeah, <laughs> that's an aside. Yeah, we'll just... I'll give you that, but then we'll go on. <laughs> you, I, you, I got, got, you got my point. <laughs> I got
1: I got some verses for you, bro. This is in Galatians 3, uh, 26 through 29. It says, For you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is neither male nor female for you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you are Christ's, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. This is what will bring true unity. We talk about sports bringing unity. Why? Because there's a common goal, because there's a common goal you're striving for. This is what will bring true unity, because Christ is the only thing that that breaks down beyond all these different divisions, whether real or made up, because Christ is what gives you free grace to all men. Christ doesn't sea color. (laughs) Well, he does. Distinctions aren't bad. But the point is that the gospel is that every man, no matter what your political view, no matter what your ethnicity, whatever, is a sinner in need of grace. You're a sinner who deserves hell, but needs salvation. And Christ is the only thing that will save you through faith in him. And that's what will bring true unity. So get back to what we're saying is where. Christ needs to be center of all and is the center of all. This is where, even in sports, we need Christ to be the center, even in our sports, because that's what that's what brings true unity.
0: Right. That's the only solution to these problems.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I can hear an objection, and the objection would go that religion is one of the things that's brought more wars and fighting than almost anything else. Um, and that would be its own its own show but all I, all I'll say I guess in passing on that is that's been a that's been there in everything religion or atheism whatever you want to call it and so I would say the problem isn't so much with religion but with people and that's the same problem we're having in our political divisions people are sinners yeah people yep yeah and so where there's people there's going to be problems right which is another thing I don't get is we don't we we point at people as some of these the problems with whatever, even if you, whatever side you fall on And so we look to
0: the government to fix it.
1: Well, who run? Who's what is the government made up of? People. So why do we think that's going to fix it?
0: Yeah, we need a king, Zach. What? Kind It'll of fix board? all of our problems. Like King James. We need a king.
1: Oh, I thought you were talking about King James.
0: No, you don't get my Bob LeBron reference. No, I do. You don't
1: get my basketball reference.
0: Oh, LeBron. <laughs> that's not where I was going with that. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, me neither. Hey, Zach. Hey, Jordan. In baseball, why does the pitcher raise one leg? It's about to mark his territory. No, because if he raised them both, he would fall down. <laughs> <laughs> you are so insightful. <laughs>
1: you know, we're talking about uh, you know bringing people together. To be honest, Jordan, I think there is another route. You were the epitome of bringing people together. The fans at our basketball games, not only did the fans of our team cheer for you, but you were so bad that you were a favorite of the other team too. <laughs> I mean, arguably they were you were their best player.
0: <laughs> you know, I think I, I think I know the source of all of your insults about our basketball. Yeah. High school basketball. Yeah. It was because you were so jealous while you were sitting on the bench watching me play. Yeah,
1: it could be. Jealousy is a good motivator. <laughs> but there was there's just so much content from watching you play for all these jokes. <laughs> so I guess what we would say is in summary that Sports and politics, you can't separate politics from sports. It's, no, I don't, it's, I don't it's think impossible. you can, ultimately. You, you really can't. It, it, nothing is neutral. But I think where we would come down on is... We're, we're we're not together, of course. Cut that out. You know? So we're, what we would say is that politics are inescapable, but they shouldn't be, especially in a, divi- a nation that's divided politically, it shouldn't be the emphasis of your sports that... Well,
0: especially because it's dividing it even more.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And that athletes shouldn't be silent about their opinions, but they need to do it in a way that they recognize their undue influence that they have. Right. right. Where, where people will look at them as an expert when they're not necessarily an expert on that. And people... Instead of think, alienating. They need to think critically. Yes. Right. And, and, Instead and so of alienating I don't think anyone should be people. silenced in this. And then on on top of that, sports do a great job of bringing people together, or at least they did. And I think we need to get back to that, but primarily what we need is the gospel, because Christ is the one unifying thing that will break down all the other barriers. Right, So good. Yeah, Yeah. yeah I like good, it. That's a good summary. So do we have somewhere where people can follow us?
0: Let's hey go guys, ahead. yeah, so check us out on our website, uh, brothersargue.com. We are yeah. also on all major podcasting apps and all of streams. Them. We even got on Google, do finally. Do our streams cross? Sword fight. <laughs> Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Check us out. Also, like us on Facebook. Tell your friends. Yeah. Share our show. And give us some guys, feedback. Got leave some, some comments. And we've got some awesome shows coming up for you guys. So remember, if you find yourself in an argument, don't use Jordan as an authority on anything.
1: Unless you're talking about nothing. Because that's the only thing he is an expert on. <laughs> <laughs> That'll wrap us up for this show. Till next time, everyone. Love God. And go have disagreement with someone. Argue more. Boom.